What's the outlook for business aviation jobs in 2022? Two experts offer their perspectives. From the National Business Aviation Association, this is Flight Plan. I'm Rob Finfrock with your trusted source for business aviation news. We've certainly seen over the past two years just how quickly the employment picture can change from one extreme to the other. And as we now begin a new year, how will the job market for business aviation respond in an environment with several promising trends, but also some uncertainty? To answer that question, I'm pleased to welcome now Jennifer Guthrie, CEO of In-Flight Crew Connections, and Jennifer Pickerel, Vice President of Aviation Personnel International. Both help match qualified candidates with business aviation companies and flight operations. And Jennifer Pickerel, I'll begin with you. It's fair to say the current environment for jobs across our industry is rather different versus what we saw at the beginning of last year. Yes, I think we're going to see a pretty dramatic difference. In fact, um, as we all know, most operators, at least that we had encountered this time last year, may have been doing a little bit of reshuffling and or just holding tight to the teams that they had. So really, the focus was on retention more than acquiring new headcount. And as a result, what we have found with many of the directors that, that we've had this conversation Many of them are sitting on open headcount because if they encountered any attrition last year, they had not yet been given a job requisition approval to then go out and look for additional headcount. It's kind of this conundrum where they're sitting on empty headcount until the flying opens back up, if you will. But when that happens, we anticipate there's going to be a mad rush for talent. So we do expect, in our opinion, in 2022, that it's going to become far more competitive, that the pilot shortage did not go away. Forgive the pun, it was masked, right, through a lot of this pandemic. And now that's going to come off and we're going to face the reality that a lot of people are going to be looking for talent. Jennifer Guthrie, does that align with what you're seeing? It totally does. We're seeing the same thing, but we are beginning to see a rebound in the hiring and a rebound in the use of contracted labor, which is a good sign because a lot of operators weren't flying or had no need for contracted labor. And that is increasing. And some of it is increasing due to vacancies and open positions that maybe have not been filled yet or or companies have allowed them to be filled. They're still waiting to kind of see how this runs its course and the new variants allow for more travel. But we've also seen with a lot of international locations opening up that the usage for labor has increased dramatically. You mentioned new COVID variants, which could certainly impact the current environment. What other factors in this climate might influence the employment outlook in the coming year? Probably the biggest concern that I have is the economy and inflation and the escalation of prices. And in our business, it's labor prices increasing. That's going to be concerning for, I think, all the operators going forward is we'll make a decision of whether they're going to hire new talent or not because at the prices that are they're being asked to pay. I think the availability in the labor pool is going to be a concern. And for the employees, if the economy continues in this trajectory, I think what it's going to do is it will eliminate aircraft owners that maybe can't keep up with the price increases that are ahead of us. So I think that that will affect employees and that what organizations they might align themselves with. 
but I do see the demand. I do have concern about us being able to keep up with the demand for flying from the aircraft owners with the talent pool. At some point, I think COVID still is helping to slow that impact. Jennifer Pickerel. First, I would say I agree with Jennifer and her comments about inflation, certainly an incredibly important factor. As we all know, there was a tremendous uptick in new aircraft owners when the pandemic was at its height. So in addition to the new aircraft owners who then need more talent, we've seen the charter community going really, really strong because let's face it, people don't want to travel commercially. It can be with between the unruly passengers, the mask mandates. It's just as not as popular of a choice for transportation. I think people who were hesitant to purchase their own aircraft in the past went ahead and did that during the pandemic and or instead of flying commercially in first class chose to spend that money in a charter operation. So all of that also increases the demand for talent. So I think that'll be very interesting. And then a lot of corporate operators really doubled down on their flight department during the pandemic. I mean, we spoke with one gentleman who said, to be honest, when I came here as a reporting executive and took on the flight department, I was unsure of the value of the flight department. I never worked at a company that had its own flight department. And he said, now it's, it's even more invaluable, right? Because there is a safe space for our executives to travel. So the other interesting element is the expansion of corporate operators, which to Jennifer's point is we're starting to see this demand start to creep up again. It is definitely starting to bounce back. I think it'll be even more dramatic as we really get into 2022. We'll have more in just a moment. But first, a message from NBAA. NBAA Flight Plan listeners, the latest digital edition of your magazine is ready. Just visit nbaa.org insider and all the latest intel will be in your hands. We're back now with Jennifer Guthrie and Jennifer Pickerel and our discussion about the employment outlook for business aviation in the coming year. Jennifer Pickerel, what jobs in our industry are in the greatest demand right now and which may perhaps be more accessible to those new to business aviation? What is that expression? Necessity is the mother of invention. (laughs) I think what's going to be interesting is to see, because there are going to be corporate operators vying for talent, it's the technicians and the pilots, in in my opinion, that will be in most demand. I think long-range pilots in particular who are flying internationally, I think that demand is going to resurface when the world kind of, I'm putting this in quotes, begins to open up again. We're seeing a demand just in general through all of maintenance. On the leadership side, we're seeing that there's a real desire for directors of maintenance to be really technology-based, right? So we're kind of seeing this change in the trend of kind of the former mentality being about actually physically working on the aircraft. And now this more modern approach and more modern aircraft are demanding more modern leadership bases, right? So what's interesting is that all of this I think we're going to see corporate operators having to get a lot more creative and open-minded about the level of experience for the people who they're hiring. So I think for prospective job seekers, it's actually a very good time to go into business aviation because the demand is going to force people to re-examine their hiring practices, to re-examine their hiring requirements. We're seeing things like flexible home bases now. We're seeing things like ab initio training. More and more people are dipping their toe into that one. So I think it's actually a really great time for people to start to make a move, even if it's entry level into the business aviation community. Jennifer Guthrie, do you agree? Well, I agree with the pilot and technicians is just has been there for a long time. I think what has 
surprised me in the last year is the increased demand for flight attendants being used. And we're getting a greater request for flight attendants. And we're having to source and source harder to find the qualified talent for that. So that was the biggest surprise, I think, for us. And, you know, obviously experience does matter, but I do see opportunities for new talent and even maybe some talent that post-airline retirement pilots, there are opportunities with operators, may not be the same position or level that they, you know, had experienced with the airlines, but there is an opportunity there. So what tips would you have for any job seekers listening to this podcast or perhaps someone in our industry considering a move to a different company or position within business aviation? The greatest advice is network, 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 and that there are lots of recruiters and staffing companies in aviation that all have different clients. And that's the first place that if I were looking, I would start would be to network with all of them, uh, continue to watch the job boards, beef up your resume with skills that would help qualify you for like uh, Jennifer stated, where the aircraft are becoming more technical and to beef up that training and learning in any way that you can from pilots to flight attendants. And then for the new talent, just to be bold, to continue to network with companies in your area for any opportunities that they might see coming. And as they are allowed to hire, that might create an opportunity for someone new to the industry to, to get in on an entry-level position. Jennifer Pickerel, what advice would you like to share? Just to piggyback on what Jennifer said, I love that she said network. That was the very first thing I wrote down as well. So I couldn't agree more. I also love the be bold. I think that is such great advice. I would also suggest that people really be honest as they reflect on the past 18 months with their current employer. If you've been with an employer during this time, and that employer was able to retain you and keep the compensation at or increased during this time, that I do think there should be some reflection on perhaps the loyalty to that organization. And I don't mean blind loyalty, but I do think that it's only fair that prospective candidates or people who might be considering looking in a passive sense at another job really think hard about where they were this past 18 months and where they would have been had their employer not been able to provide for them. Because it was it was a test for all of us, right? And retention wasn't easy. And there, there was likely a lot of work that had to be done on the part of managers and such to maintain the value of the flight department. So that would just be my first reminder, perhaps. And then second of all, because it is going to become so competitive, it can be very tempting to chase the almighty dollar. So I would really encourage people to think hard about the multiple elements that bring us fulfillment at work, right? And it's likely not just the paycheck. So In this day and age, with all the technology and the information that's at our fingertips, there's really no excuse for not thoroughly researching any company that you might consider making a move for. You should understand their culture. You should understand how sound they are financially. You should understand why there is a vacancy, if in fact there is one. I mean, this is the time to really do your homework to ensure that if you are leaving an employer, perhaps, that that was able to fight for you and keep you where you were, that you do so with good reason, right? And you do so leaving healthy bridges in your rearview mirror, right, instead of burned. So I just would caution people to, to think about that before they make a move, because there are going to be plentiful opportunities in the year to come. 
I guess the other thing I would add is for employers, if and when you get desperate for talent, which might happen, it's important also that employers stick to their values, right? Because everybody can make concessions when they're in a desperate situation. And just as as interviewers can detect a desperation in an interviewee, it goes the other way too. So I would hold tight to, you know, be flexible where you can, but in areas where you've always been steadfast and perhaps the values, the culture and such that you need and the type of talent you need to fit and perhaps complement that culture, hold tight to that. You know, because it's it's going to be tough out there. And I do believe that the right talent is there if you look and you peel back the onion and really get to know the people that you're talking to. If you're looking for a new position in business aviation, you can also check out NBAA's Jobs Board, a comprehensive resource that not only helps match companies with prospective employees, but also offers job seekers tips on such important skills as networking, utilizing social media, and putting your best foot forward at an interview. Visit nbaa.org jobs. And that's the latest from the National Business Aviation Association. Remember, you can subscribe to all Flight Plan episodes at Apple Podcasts in the App Store, wherever you find your favorite podcasts, including by asking your virtual assistant or connected device, or download them from nbaa.org. I'm Rob Finfrock. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for a new episode of Flight Plan. Flight Plan.